Hey, hi, and hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Ranting and Reviewing. I'm your host, Andrew. Um, if you're new to the show, you probably are. Thank you for joining. Um, I typically rant about a certain topic, usually one that that fits with the random movie that is selected that I review later on in the show. Um, might not be the case today. Wrong, it is the case today. Um, so that's the gist of the show. I like to get things off my chest, you know, just just really just talk about things that are annoying. And then I review a randomly chosen movie from the Every Movie app. Um, you can find it on the App Store, and at least on Apple. I don't know. I haven't tried looking for it on the, what is it, Google Play? Anyway, that really doesn't matter. Um, this week's movie is Wonder Wheel, 2017 movie, um, distributed by Amazon Studios. We'll get into that, obviously, in a little bit. But first, housekeeping. No weird um, ringing of the towel sound effect here um, from last episode. If you heard that, that was just, you know, it, it wasn't quite what I visioned. I'm going to drop it a little too dorky for me, you know, housekeeping them. This isn't my only podcast. I have two others. Let's go to the library with Sean, my boy. That is where we listen to discographies of artists of all genres, and we tell you our thoughts, and we try and make you laugh along the way. And then I have Babbling On Podcast with my boy Kyle. Each week we run brackets, 16-seated brackets, head-to-head. You vote on our Instagram, so go follow at Babbling On Podcast. And then we talk about the results, and then we talk about what's going on in music, movies, TVs, sneaker, and anything else, world. It's pop culture kind of podcast. If that sounds interesting, check it out. We drop weekly, although this week we will not be recording just due to life, you know? And it's more than that. It's nothing crazy. We'll be back. Don't worry. We have like 140 episodes to hold you over. So, yeah, go check out those podcasts and review this podcast on Apple, if you're so, oh, so inclined to, you don't have to, obviously, if you don't want to. If you, if you want to and you want to leave a negative one, feel free. You know, that's your right. That's your choice. Do it. Um, Spotify does stars now. If you want to leave, like, a five-star review there, that would be cool. If you don't, again, same thing. And um, tell your friends if you want. You don't have to. So, um, this week's rant is going to be brought to you by me. Um, so I'm going to rant about Boardwalk Fair. Coney Island is the, the the setting for this movie, and it's up here, a boardwalk with a... Um, God damn it. Uh, a fair? No, it's not a fair. What's what's an amusement park, I guess, is, is on the pier. Um, I'm just talking about the small, cheap one, cheap, you know, compared to actual amusement parks. But what's, I can't believe people drove to these. Well, I guess back in the 50s. I mean, I'm thinking of more. They're dying down for a reason. So it's just crazy to me, like, people drove there for this amusement park with these dinky rides that you wait in line for for way too long. And then the ride's over way too quick. Um, where I'm from, there's... Typically, it's, I believe, Halloween slash Nevada Day, Mother's Day, and Fourth of July affair would always come here and set up in our big park. And as a kid, you're looking forward to it. As an adult, you go because it's something to do. 
I don't even do that anymore. Like it's just 25 bucks for all day to ride the same four rides. It just kind of blows my mind thinking about it now. The food, um, it's not good, but I understand like the, the novelty of it. But it's just crazy. Like these are full businesses. People make careers out of this and people go out of their way to them. I small towns, I guess I get. But then again, you can save up and vacation at a real like Disneyland. It's overrated, but it's still fun. It's way more fun than this. It is definitely worth visiting at least once. Disney World, I'm assuming. I don't know. I've never been. Um, Six Flags is a good time. Discovery Kingdom. And then there's Magic Mountain in California. I'm sure there's other themes elsewhere. Just go all out on these um, and save your money. Like, don't go give these small business. Well, see, now that sounds shitty to say. Don't go give these fucking carnival. That's the word. Carnival. Um, Don't go give them your money. Unless you really want to. I don't know. People might enjoy it. I might just be a cynic. That's probably it. Um, it was fun as a kid, but I guess that's what that's who they're for. Now I just sound like an idiot. I, I always sound like an, an idiot. Who am I kidding? Just um, the, the, the crowd is always... A, I, I guess I could rant about that. Like the, the setting, the crowd, the rides aren't anything special. It, they seem dangerous. I know they're not because they get taken up or they get ta- taken down and put up all the time. So you have people looking at them constantly. I think that makes it actually more safe. Um, but the people, juggalos, you're going to run into juggalos. That's just a, that's not fun at all. That is a bad time anytime you run into juggalos and you spend your money at these booths. These cheap fucking, I always wanted to go and look at the knives, and they're just cheap knives, and I was begging my mom to spend her money on these dumb things that I still, like, I remember buying, getting one knife one year. Um, it might not have been at a carnival, it might have just been at, like, a rendezvous kind of thing, but I remember getting a knife, and it was, like, this gold, parentheses around gold-plated one with, the, like, a, an, a bald eagle on the handle. It was so cheap. Um, I don't, like... Good memory, clearly, because I still remember it. I had fun with that knife, but I don't even know where the fuck that is. And I was just begging to have it. Uh, for what? You know, I'm just being a kid, being an impulsive kid. I still do it as an adult with stupid shit. But I don't know. This rant wasn't really. I didn't have my heart in it. It's just something I felt I could bitch about. And that's exactly what I did. It's just a, it's just a weird concept. I still can't grasp my head around it. Like, I guess it's cool that people get jobs from it and kids in small towns can probably go to it because sure saying save your money is easy it's not i know i grew up in like the one time at least on my mom's side of the family that we went to disneyland it was because she won a free trip there um for four like a radio trip or something she's crazy with those things but like i I get it not all families can do it so i really got to think of it that way i'm still gonna bitch about it because it's weird but power to them i'm i know they bring joy so that's all that really matters. Let's talk about the movie. So the movie, like I said, Wonder Wheel, 2017, it came out. It was distributed by Amazon Studios. It's, um, I guess, an Amazon exclusive, even though it had a, a theater run. So I don't know if that technically means it was an exclusive. Anyway, it's directed and written by Woody Allen. Uh, if you don't know who Woody Allen is, he's famous for writing a bunch of famous things in the 60s and 70s. Uh, most notably, he directed Annie Hall. Um, I think there's allegations out about this weird guy. I'm surprised to still see he's working late into 2017, not only because of those, but also because he's 80, he's 86 now. So back then 
would have been, he would have been 81. So the fact that he's still directing is kind of mind blowing. Power to you, I guess. Um, it's the movie is starring Kate Winslet. She's to me at least most notably known for Titanic and Mayor of Easttown HBO miniseries. Definitely got to check that out. That is high recommendation. But I mean, I'm sure you've heard that before. There's a lot of people were talking about that show. Uh, it's starring as well Jim Belushi. A uh, small stint with SNL for a couple years, uh, most known for According to Jim. Juno Temple, who I've never seen this, uh, but I think a lot of you might recognize her. She plays Keely um, in Ted Lasso. I haven't seen that. Um, it's on my list. Just not high on it. And then Justin Timberlake, who's my favorite performances by him are in Alpha Dog. Uh, kind of slept on movie, I think. I was told about it. I never heard about it until my buddy told me about it. And then The Social Network who everybody's seen and I think everybody should love. It's got a runtime of 101 minutes. It has a budget of $25 million. And at the box office, it made $15.9 million, which is kind of good for literally never hearing this until the app showed it, like until the app brought it up for this podcast is what I'm trying to say. So let me start with the plot. I know I'm really bad at forgetting that. The plot is it's 1950. And you're you're at Coney Island. Justin Timberlake comes out, and he kind of just right away he tells you, "I'm going to narrate this story." It's about four lives that all intertwine. And then you see Juno's character, who her name is Carolina. She walks on the boardwalk. She's looking for her dad, Humpty. Um, somebody's like, oh, Humpty's, he's doesn't work till later, but his, his wife is working. She sends him his way and she's like, Hey, I'm Humpty's daughter. I'm back. I guess she hasn't been in his life for five years. She ran off with this, with a mobster. And he was like, I know you like, he hated the fact that she married her. So they haven't spoken since then. She comes back and finds him. She says, Hey, um, I'm, they're going to kill me. Like she, she's ratted. She talked to the FBI. So she ran away, went there because she had nowhere else to go, and she was like, they'll never think of looking here because they know our relationship. And then Kate Winslet's character, Ginny, meets Justin Timberlake's character, which, what was his name? I'm already blinking. Oh, my goodness. Um, I guess it's not important. She meets Justin Timberlake's character, Mike. Is it Mikey? I feel like I'm just saying that because I just watched the movie with Mikey. As the main character. Damn. I guess it's not important. She and him start having an affair. Right? Because she's just got this boring life. She's just a waitress. She never wanted to be a waitress. She wanted to be an actress. Justin Timberlake's character is going to get his master's in English and writing. And he's going to write plays. And she's going to star in them. And So they start having an affair. And then while they're out, they run into Caroline, Carolina. JT is like, whoa. You know, sparks my interest. He starts having feelings for her, all while you know the dad's mixed in there. He's not, he is an important part, but at the same time, not like, like not like them. It's not really. It's more of a love triangle, I guess. Even that seems kind of um, extensive of a of a, a description. But so that's the that's the main gist, right? Um, and it's just about them looking for her. The, their relationship as a family and then the relationship of JT and everybody else, right? 
Okay, so let's talk about the positives. That's what I like to do. I like to break it into positives and negatives for the movie overall score. Blah, blah, blah. So the positives of it... Um, the costumes. I'm a presuming, or presumably, that they were accurate for 1950. I mean, Woody Allen was literally born in the 40s or 50s. Let me do quick math. Yeah, he was born in the 40s. So I think he would have a good idea of the, the costumes back then. They looked great. Everybody really looked really good in them, especially Kate Winslet. Oh, my God, she was a smoke show in this. Um, so those highlight the costumes. Um, there's small roles for some, some of the goons looking for, some of the goons looking for Carolina and they're played by Polly and Bobby from the Sopranos. I like that little nod, um, that they're mobsters in this too. Nothing major, but I like that they got that, that, um, that nod. I, I, I literally already said that, um, the chemistry between everybody was really good, was really solid. And the drama is written pretty well. I mean, sometimes it does go overboard with like how they express it and what they're saying. But I I don't know if that's like 1950s kind of jargon or whatever that stood out to me. But overall, I like the drama of it. And then um, Kate Winslet, just in general, she's by far the best part of this. I'm going to try um, and, and implement a new thing where I'm going to give each star that I feel deserves a grade, a grade for their performance. Kate Winslet by far gets an A. Um, Justin Timberlake, I gave a B. Belushi a B minus and Juno a B. So um really good ensemble uh and really good performances by everybody with Kate Winslet really shining. Kate Winslet really shining. So the negatives. Um it's too colorful, but then later on in the moment I noticed something and it was done purposefully. Um it, it just seemed too colorful to me for like being the 1950s. Yes, I know World War II just ended, so it probably felt that way for America, but at the same time, it was just too much. But then, like, you notice with Kate Winslet, when she's drinking or when she's, she has these, she gets these migraines, and she clearly has, like, a mental health issue. Issue's not the right word, but a mental health problem that she, it's, with the times, there's nothing to work with, but, um, so there's, like, this switch, and it turns blue on certain scenes, mainly with Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet, but you do see it in others where it's like the tone has been kind of flipped and you really notice that it goes blue. I, I liked it. I like the color switch. So I guess overall it's not that negative. And then the only other thing that was really negative about this movie was JT narrating it. Justin Timberlake, for those of you that don't know him as JT, I don't know why you wouldn't. He narrates a little too much. It doesn't take away from the movie, really, but it doesn't add anything to it. I don't like it. He breaks the fourth wall. He talks right to the camera. It just seemed unnecessary. But that was really it. It's nothing, it's nothing that I would like. I'm like, oh, you have to see this, but I would recommend it. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, my score, I gave it a 7 out of 10, just straight up 7 out of 10. Um, IMDb. Uh, the average score is a 6.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, only a 31%. And this is the critic score. I'm not going against the audience score, although I am um, an audience member right now. I would like one day to be a critic if possible. Um, so I'm going against the critic score, 31%. We disagree there. Um, and then Metacritic, 45% from the critics there. So again, another disagreement, but that's okay. You know, we're all human. Um, so that was the movie. Um, if you like... If you like period pieces, 
and dramas. I think you would like this. There's nothing really that's not to like. Like I said, Kate Winslet is phenomenal in this. And if anything, you should watch it to see her kind of go back and forth. Like, I don't want to say somebody with mental health problems would do because everybody's different. But she does a really good job of, like, capturing that, in my opinion. And then she's got a fucked up son who... I, I don't really understand the point of his role, but he just lights shit on fire all the time. Just threw that in there at the end. I guess it doesn't have anything to do with the movie per se. I'm, it might. I might have just completely missed something. And that's why I'm practicing. That's why I'm learning. That's why I'm growing. So to one day, maybe I, could, I too can be a critic. Anyway, <clears throat> that's the episode. 7 out of 10. Check it out if you're into, like I said, dramas, period pieces. And um, tell your friends if you want or don't. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll catch you guys later. Mm-hmm.